0: to this segment of Catholic Focus. I'm Joe Nebostinski, your host, and today I'm joined by Father Wade Menezes. Father, it's good to have you here in Holy Family Radio.
1: Thank you, Joe. It's great to be with you, and I look even more forward to being with all of you and your supporters on Friday, April 12th at the annual dinner.
0: Yeah, it's going to be really, really very exciting. Now, many of our listeners listen to you weekly on our air on Open Line Tuesday at 3 o'clock. Uh, some of our listeners may not know you, though, so Father, I was hoping maybe you could tell Uh, Tell us a little bit about yourself and the order and what you do.
1: Sure. My name is Father Wade Menezes, and I'm a member of the Fathers of Mercy, which is an itinerant missionary preaching order based out of Auburn, Kentucky, just about 13 miles west of Bowling Green, Kentucky, and about 55 miles directly north of Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, We are itinerant missionary preachers, as I said, and so we preach week-long parish missions, devotions, conferences, retreats uh, throughout the United States and Canada. And up until COVID, also in Australia and other select countries as well that have called us in, like England and Scotland and India. We, we have given uh, the retreat to Mother Teresa's sisters in Calcutta in the past. Uh, so we go wherever we're called, right? And uh, it could be the traditional week-long parish mission that we're preaching. It could be a, a weekend father-son retreat or mother-daughter retreat. It could be a confirmation retreat, a, uh, a wedding uh, a, a preparation retreat. We, we cater to the needs. So whatever the pastor needs us for, or whatever the the lay group officially uh, recognized by the church calls us in for. So we're there to serve. We were founded in 1808, uh, right after the havoc and destruction that the French Revolution blew to the church in France there. And we were founded in an effort to bring the the French people back to practicing their Catholic faith. Again, following that havoc and destruction that the French Revolution caused and decimated the faith so severely. And the original Fathers of Mercy had great success preaching those parish missions, bringing the people back to practicing the sacraments and confession and returning to the Eucharist that uh, we were asked to form uh, a community that did just that. And so uh, here we are 200 plus years later, uh, still carrying on that faithful apostolate. Well,
0: we're well, really to have, happy to have you come to the Harrisburg area. You're certainly an accomplished speaker and a great preacher, so to have you in our area is really, really an, an honor. Uh, and I know you've, besides speaking, you've also have written several books. Can you tell us about those?
1: Yes, I sure can. And, and I want to thank you, Joe, for having me be your keynote speaker this year at the the dinner on April 12th. I'm very much looking forward to it. I'm, I'm a huge supporter of Catholic Radio. Even if I didn't have my weekly radio show on EWTN Global Catholic Radio, Open Line Tuesday, I would still be a huge supporter of Catholic Radio because Catholic Radio does so, so much. Uh, but yes, I have written three books. I'm currently working on a fourth, which is a men's devotional. Uh, but the three that are out, uh, uh, the first one from 2017 is titled The Four Last Things, A Catechetical Guide to Death, Judgment Heaven and Hell. And I'm holding it up here uh, for those of you who are watching on the uh, the, the live feed or, or the post-live feed that will be posted at the radio's website. Uh, the Four Last Things, a Catechetical Guide to Death, Judgment, Heaven, and Hell, a, a little treatise, 110 pages on the forgotten doctrine of the Catholic Church, the Church's eschatology, the study of the four last things, death, judgment, heaven, and hell, four, three of which, of the four last things. Three of which will apply to each one of us personally, death, judgment, heaven, or hell. And I wrote this book because I got to meet so many Catholics who, for example, believe that purgatory was automatic, that there was no way to avoid purgatory. Well, that's a heresy. God's plan A for us, Joe, is to go straight to heaven when we die, right? Right. Uh, And then if one has not yet atoned for their temporal punishment, yes, purgatory is definite for the individual if they die in a state of grace, sanctifying grace, but our hope is that we atone for all temporal punishment while still living on earth uh, and thereby enter heaven immediately upon our death. The second reason why I wrote this book is because I met too many lapsed Catholics, 18 to 40, who no longer practice their faith, who have no idea what to do for mom and dad who are 50 and older, when mom and dad are dying on their deathbed, say, from cancer. uh, The the 18 to 40-year-olds who are lapsed from their faith, they have no idea at all to call the priest. They have no idea to ask for the last rites. They have no idea to ensure that the priest imparts the apostolic pardon to their dying parent. And it's a travesty, and the devil loves it. And so that was the second reason why I wrote this book. Uh, Then in um, 2020, I wrote... uh, Overcoming the Evil Within, the Reality of Sin, and the Transforming Power of God's Grace and Mercy. Uh, What is sin? What is mortal sin? What is venial sin? How do they differ? Uh, What are the veritable structures of sin that we see in society today? How are the the veritable structures of sin all founded or based on personal individual sin? Uh, In this book here, Joe, I open up with the savage murder of St. Maria Goretti, age 11, by 20-year-old lust addict uh, Alessandro Serenali. who later had a massive conversion. And, uh, you know, it's a beautiful, beautiful story of the reality of sin and the transforming power of God's grace and mercy, the subtitle of the book, Overcoming the Evil Within. And uh, so I I really want uh, my readers to have a good grasp on the reality of sin at the dawn of this third millennium, 24 years in, almost a quarter of the way through this third millennium, uh, first year. or or period. And uh, I want them to understand that, um, you know, sin is real and it can have devastating consequences in a person's life if it goes unchecked. And then most recently, which is the one I'm going to make available at the dinner on that Friday night, April 12th, because it ties in so beautifully with my talk, which is titled that evening, In Defense of Truth and Faith, Our Catholic Calling, How We Can Live Our Baptism and Confirmation Sustained by Regular Eucharist and Reconciliation, whether one be married or single or in holy orders, and even if one be a valid uh, candidate for the anointing of the sick, living this active sacramental economy of the church, um, defending faith, defending truth. And so my latest book I'll make available that night titled Catholic Essentials, a guide to understanding key church teachings. I call it my little catechism. It's 81 short chapters, uh, no one chapters over four and a half pages, 81 short chapters on 81 different points of church doctrine that come from five parent categories, these 81 chapters do. They come from five parent categories, morals, dogma, ecclesiology, the study of the church, Uh, sacraments and liturgy. So for example, a couple of the 81 chapters, short chapters here, Joe, uh, what is the proper placement for the tabernacle inside the Catholic church? How come we see it off to the side in some Catholic churches in the sanctuary or in its own side chapel, but in other Catholic churches, we see it prominent in the center of the sanctuary. What is the church's uh, preference of of hierarchy in that regard? Um, How about this? How about why is it morally illicit? for a man and woman to live together before marriage. Huh? Why is that? Uh, how about the church's teaching on the Antichrist just before the second coming of Christ, what we call the general judgment? Is the Antichrist an actual person, a human person, or is the, the Antichrist a spirit of the age? Huh? So these are some of the different chapters in my little catechism titled Catholic Essentials. And again, this is the one I'll make available that night at the dinner on April
0: 12th. Wow, there's a lot of stuff you gotta be able to cover there. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. really, really fascinating. <laughs> I mean, when you mentioned your your first book, too, that really struck me that those people that you talked about, when they have older parents like that, they don't know the faith we have. Wow, that's, I didn't realize that was a need. And you're certainly filling it with that book, too. But the last book, the book you're talking about there, it seems like it also fills a really good gap. I know when you're talking about short chapters, so many people that are not used to reading books that have... Normal sized chapters. We need books that have short chapters. So people are, are make it so it's approachable to people, I think. Yeah. It's
1: funny you say that because my 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 driving force behind the four chapters was this. Everybody seems to know what the Catholic Church teaches. Catholics, our Protestant brothers and sisters, even non-Christians like our, our Muslim brothers and sisters. Everybody seems to know indeed what the Catholic Church teaches. Very few, including Catholics, can articulate why the church teaches it. This book is my answer to the why of these 81 points of church doctrine. So I wanted each of the short chapters, Joe, to be kind of like the, the one-two punch mm-hmm. uh, of of the why of the doctrine. And I've gotten great feedback. In fact, I now know of four Catholic high schools who use it as one of their supplemental texts for the high schoolers. And I also now know of five parishes that are now using it in their RCIA uh, program for the adult catechumens coming into the church. So I'm very, very edified by that. I give God all the glory. It's His work.
0: Fantastic. Well, listen, we're looking forward to having you here in Harrisburg The dinner is going to be at the Sheraton Harrisburg Hershey Hotel, and that's at 4650 Lindell Road. It's going to be, like you said, Friday, April 12th, and we're going to start the dinner. We're going to have a meet and greet social hour at six o'clock, and of course, you're going to be there signing books, meeting people, and then at seven o'clock, we'll have the dinner. We're going to have some live music. We're going to have door prizes. It's going to be a, a, a great event. Last year, we had we just had a super event last year a lot of a lot of fellowship with uh interaction with the people that work here at Holy Family Radio and our listeners so uh, having you there has a kind of as a glue to make this whole thing work is going to be really, really exciting for us. so I know you're familiar with the area because you have some relatives right down the street at St Joe's Parish down it's only about a mile from where our radio station is down the street, right
1: yeah in uh, in Mechanicsburg. Yes. Yeah, yeah. so, yeah, so I, I'm looking forward to possibly seeing them as well. So I know it'll be a quick trip for me that weekend, but uh, I'm I'm looking forward to it very, very much.
0: Yeah, and for those people who want to make reservations for the dinner, you can go to our website, 720WHYF.com, and we have a page there that you can make your reservation, or you can give us a call at any time. Our number here is 717- 525-8110 again it's 717-525-8110 and again the website 720whyf.com so father we're, like i said we're really looking forward to having you here and it's just a few months just a few months away now so we're 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 super excited that we were able to get you we've been working for years to get you to uh, speak at our dinner so it's happy, Well,
1: it's happy I, I appreciate that i'm glad we were finally able to work it out so <laughs>
0: Well, I wanted to ask you also a little bit about your day-to-day thing. What is your day-to-day schedule like? Because those of us that are that are not priests, we sometimes want to know what does your day-to-day look like?
1: Well, that's a loaded question, because as an itinerant preacher, it depends on where I'm at and what I'm doing. So, you know, of course, I, I do my best to celebrate a daily Mass and to do my daily Holy Hour, even if it's just an hour of silence, you know, somewhere where maybe the Blessed Sacrament isn't present. You know, we talk about a spiritual Holy Communion, a spiritual communion. Sometimes I have to make a spiritual Holy Hour because it's an airport day, a travel day, and I'm not near the Blessed Sacrament, but I still try to be faithful to that hour of silence, or at least a half- hour of meditation in the morning and a half hour of meditation in the afternoon or evening. So I try to be faithful to daily mass and a daily holy hour, even if just the spiritual holy hour or the spiritual communion. Mm. Um, And also, you know, in addition to preaching on the road at the venue where I'm preaching at, whether it's a a week-long mission or an evening event like the upcoming dinner on April 12th, um, or whether it's a weekend retreat, there's always talks to fine-tune and prepare and to get ready to give and to give my best in them. Then I have my projects on the side, like like my books. I, I mentioned a fourth book that I'm working on right now. I, I think we, we lack in this area. Uh, so it, it was my inspiration to do it. Uh, it's a daily Catholic devotional for men, specifically for men, males a daily devotional uh, that really gives some great quotes from sacred scripture, sacred tradition, and the magisterium on particular topics. So like one day will be like fortitude or courage, and then it'll have the three quotes from sacred scripture, sacred tradition, maybe the, the a quote of a saint or something, and then from the magisterium, a, a church document quoted, maybe the catechism, maybe a papal encyclical on the importance of courage, right? So I'm working on that right now. So on my downtime, like right now, I'm, I'm home here at the Fathers of Mercy at our main general at house here in Auburn, Kentucky. I'm home for these seven days, but I don't sit idle. That's not me. I, I'm, I'm always working on something new. I, I also am big on, on health and, and eating right and exercise. So I try to stay current with that. And it's also great to, to relax the mind and, and heart uh, by keeping up with, with good eating habits and good health. So all those things are always on my plate, pardon the pun. Uh, they're always on my plate along with my projects. And then my goodness, there's always the behind the scenes things like you know having to get online and purchase my airfare for the next venue,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, making contact with my venue people like yourself, you've been my primary contact for the April dinner. So emails back and forth, phone calls back and forth, um, preparing my boxes and shipping my stuff, like my books that I'll make available at the Friday dinner, April 12th, the Catholic Essentials. I'll be shipping those to you shortly. Um, So things like that. There's always behind the scenes work uh, for the venue preaching, but then of course there's also the venue preaching itself. Then there's also the daily prayer life. You know, I'm, I'm very, very big, very big on the daily rosary and daily chaplet of divine mercy. I think those are two staple prayers that we're call to pray for world peace and peace in our own lives and peace in our families. So I'm faithful with those, even if I do them while walking and exercising, you know, the the daily rosary and divine mercy chaplet. So no day is idle and no two days are the same. (laughs) Well, thank you, <laughs> That's Father. how I wrap it up. But no day is idle and no two days are the same.
0: <laughs> well, we've run out of time. So uh, I want to take this opportunity to thank you for spending a little bit of time with us here. Father Way Maniz is our keynote speaker at our Holy Family Radio Benefit Dinner, April 12th. We look forward to seeing you on April 12th. Thank you for being with us, Father.
1: Thank you so much, Joe. God bless you and your good work there at, at the radio station. Thank you.